Episode 84, Top 100 AI Filmmakers. Hey everybody, and welcome to the ChatGPT Report. I'm your host, Ryan, and I'm excited to bring you the latest AI news that I feel is important. Now before that, rate and review and subscribe to this podcast so you won't miss a new episode every week on Thursdays with potential interviews on Monday. Follow on LinkedIn and Twitter at ChatGPT Report, the purple logo. And as always, don't forget to send an email, the ChatGPT Report at gmail.com if you'd like to be interviewed or just have something to say. So, what will we talk about today? I've got a bunch of small news items, a link to some great filmmakers, Google blows it with Gemini, and finally, some more AI layoffs. So, let's get right into the small news items. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Now, the first one here, which is pretty good, it's an update to ChatGPT. You can now rate GPTs and give private feedback directly to the creator. And they have, as well, upgraded the About section for GPTs. And it will now include creator social profiles, ratings, categories, and numbers of conversations and conversation starters. So that's a pretty good upgrade. Definitely go check that out. Now, second one here is Grok version 1.5 is coming out in a few weeks, and that is from Elon Musk. And that was actually, I think, maybe a week ago when they announced that. So uh, that, that should be closer than normal. And I've mentioned this before. The reason Grok's kind of important is because it is a very big, uh, in the same ecosystem. You can stay on X, and you can have a large language model there. And we know MidJourney might be teaming up with them, so that would be even cooler. Uh, next is controversy arises as the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office denies OpenAI's attempts to trademark ChatGPT and GPT, which is really good news for this show because I might have to shut it down if if that went through. I, I don't know all the trademark stuff, but uh, I'm sure I'd get shut down. Next is Reddit and Google uh, ink a $60 million AI deal, and that's a first for Reddit. We'll see what happens with that, see where they go from there. So let's get right into the show. That was, well... Let me rephrase that. That was your small news items. Let's get right into the main part of the show. Instead of the traditional artist of the week feature, I made the decision to spotlight an impressive collection of 100 upcoming 
filmmakers, ranging from uh, the usage from Stable Diffusion, Mid Journey, Pika, and Runway, just to name a few models that they are using. Now, this list was inspired by a thread from Eckler by Design, and I highly recommend for those seeking inspiration from creators to check this out. Again, there's over 100 art, different artists that have that have been posting here. And to be honest with you, you could spend all day looking at the list, and uh, I really appreciate Eckler for his effort in assembling this collection. What a momentous task. Uh, I have linked it on X as well as LinkedIn for your convenience to take a look at because let's be honest, you kind of have to look at this because this is a podcast and you can't look at these creators or anything on here. I guess I could do video, but I'm a one-man shop. There's only so much I can do. And yes, it's a pretty clickbait title uh, because I'm literally redirecting you to look at something else but I'm not in charge of the algorithm. I'm simply a peon anyway. So I'm, I'm more so just redirecting you to that, to look at that, to really get an idea of where filmmaking's coming down. Again, they're not, they're not too long. Some of them are short. Some, some of them are longer. But it's really, we're in the infancy stage here. You know, this is, this is really the beginning of it. You know, if you remember early filmmaking, there was no sound, black and white. It looked all tic-tac-y. And, you know... 10 years from then, 10 years from then, 10 years from there, and it kept increasing, increasing, increasing. And we are in an age of information where I think it won't take 10 years. I think it'll take a couple of years. So definitely check that out. Get some ideas if you're an artist or just to look to see where the future's coming for if you're like me. Definitely check that out. And thanks again to Eckler. Now, we could spend all day on this topic, and it's really hit mainstream news more than anything really has in AI since ChatGPT has come out, in my opinion, just, just from random news things I'm seeing all over the place. So I, I guess you could say negative publicity is publicity, but Google really blew it here. Uh, for those unaware, here's a quick recap on my thoughts on the end. Uh, so Google's Gemini AI model uh, faced incredibly high backflash. Um, in February, which drew criticism from high-profile figures from Elon Musk and Nate Silver due to its generation of inaccurate and offensive images. Uh, critics like, including Musk, accused Google of bias in Gemini's programming, highlighting instances where the AI produced historically inaccurate images such as Black Vikings and Female Pope, and controversial responses to prompts comparing the societal impacts of Musk and Adolf Hitler. Uh, Google responded, obviously, by apologizing for Gemini's shortcomings and temporarily halting its people-generating capabilities, promising improvements while ad- addressing the broader issues of bias in AI technologies. And for that little bit of time, it really was kind of wild. It, it just could not give a specific generation of anything. Uh, and and it, it was particularly more, you'd ask for like the founding father's photo and it'd show, you know, an array of different types of people, not, not people that looks like George Washington, not white individuals more so. Uh, so there was quite the media backlash on that. And I, I wanted to touch on that, not to talk about politics or anything in the middle of this, but to more say, you know, we haven't discussed this in a while, but it's always about who's in control of the information. This, I believe, really hurts Google's reputation, especially because there's so much competition. You can simply go to another large language model to get your information, but is that information truly accurate? I've been Now, I've been critical of Gemini from the beginning, even when they were showing the early release demos for it. I have an episode called Gemini Smoke and Mirrors that happened a couple months ago where I dive into why I wasn't a fan of their demos and sub- subsequent release. To me, this is what happens when you release a half-baked product. You run into issues like this, and it was bound to happen. 
Google has been playing catch-up since a year and a half ago when ChatGPT first came out, and now we know they're still on the back foot. How many people have simply turned their back on Google knowing there are other options? To me, this doesn't scream regulation. It screams we need more LLMs for the public to decide which one is the best one for their usage. Now, Google with their search was the best, and this floated to the top. Could this be Google's downfall and Microsoft's time to shine with ChatGPT and others like Perplexity and Cloud? I actually think so. If I were another LLM group, I would be shouting to the heavens how our models aren't like Gemini's. I don't know how you do that, but that's what I would do. I try to distance myself because Google has really been falling down recently. And whatever they come out with, I'm always going to have a skepticism towards it. And I want you to think about this. This isn't coming from an, oh, I hate big tech because they have all our information perspective. I understand some of that sentiment is true, but it's more coming from being in the space since ChatGPT and seeing that Google has not gotten their act together. And finally, it's made huge news from their failures. And not the good kind of failure where it's like, hey, failure is good, we're, you know, we're getting to an end goal here kind, but more, why didn't you test this product before going to market? And it really was a spectacular fail. I mean, it, it wasn't, you looked at a lot of the news things and it would show showcases of, um, you know, the example we'll use is the Pope. They'd have like pictures of women, and then, um, and and it's just like, well, the Pope's always been an, an older white guy, and that's that's an absolute fact. So why is it not taking the data from that and showcasing? It was it was just so off the wall. Like the Black Vikings was really oddball. The the really weird one that that, that really kind of caught my eye was you know you asked to do, um, and this came up in the in the news, and I, I actually tested this myself. You would do like an SS, you know, German uh, military from the 1940s, and it literally came up with Chinese black individuals and, and, and an assortment of others, but. Literally Literally no white guys who were German soldiers in World War II. So it wasn't even, I would say, you know, certain types of news like Fox News or those types of groups pushing this story. It was a real thing happening. And where was the coding in this? What were they trying to do with this? And again, it's Google. I really do think they they really blew this one up. And it, it just is... It wasn't even close in some of in some of the areas. So my rant's over on that. Again, I don't like to get too into the weeds with that. Well, I did get into plenty of the weeds with that, but I I don't like to be super critical on models. But I'm trying to reemphasize to you that I I have been in this space a while, and Google has been on the back foot every step of the way, and they have just. I, I I don't really trust their large language model right now. It just it it has not been performing how they've wanted to at all. I've been critical of Bard since the beginning and now we're seeing this happen. I it's it's just it's just another thing another thing showcasing their failures. I'm curious to see if they get trampled over or not. So all right, let's move on to the next topic. So here's an interesting one. Klarna, a Swedish fintech company known for its buy now, pay later service, has harnessed OpenAI's technology to significantly embrace its operational efficiency just a month after launching its AI-powered virtual assistant globally. Now, Klarna revealed that this app-based chatbot now manages two-thirds of all customer interactions, amounting to 2.3 million conversations. Now, this move has not only maintained customer satisfaction levels, but is also anticipated to bolster Klarna's profits by 40 million in 2024, despite laying off 700 employees in mid-2022 due to economic pressures. Now, Carla insists 
the AI's capability to perform the work of 700 full-time agents is unrelated to these job cuts, sure. Now, the company emphasizes commitment for transparency regulation, and Klarna's AI assistant available in 23 markets and capable of communication in 35 languages has been praised for their 24-7 availability and effectiveness in handling a variety of customer service tasks, showcasing the potential of AI and enhancing service delivery and operational uh, efficiency. Now, here is is kind of what we're thinking you know, this, a couple of years ago, they were one of the first ones to announce a partnership with OpenAI and and integrating their firm's groundbreaking ChatGPT technology into the plugin for shopping. And it initially helped customers choose items, make other shopping related decisions based on personalized queries. Um, but it's kind of grown from that. And so, what we're seeing is, you know, it, it's it, it, it's just really happened with these layoffs. And and I have to say this: now, customer service could be an area where AI really takes off, and it already has been. But I wanted to say this. Other fields seem pretty stable at the moment. One industry I thought AI would have a significant impact on by now is accounting. However, after discussions with some of the lead accountants I have at companies I know and reading some Reddit posts, it appears accounting is safe for the time being. Um, Sometimes accounting seems straightforward, just putting numbers here, crediting and debiting. You know, my joke in the office is, are you cooking the books in there, Ashley? It's funny to me, probably not to anyone else, including herself, but... you know, sometimes you think accounting is easy. It really isn't that easy. I'm, I'm being facetious here. Is facetious the correct word there? I'm being... Ryan's just being Ryan. Okay. But overall, AI is still in its infancy, and it's going to take over industries little by little. I think accounting is closer to experiencing this shift than we think, but it's not there yet. Also consider this. At the end of the day, if you're a business owner, you could probably crunch a lot of that data with AI, but would you really submit your yearly reports without having a person look through them to ensure the data is correct? I know I want. Now, apologies for focusing so much on accounting with that example, but it's just one I've been seeing a lot of conversations about. And I think AI could get closer to accounting, but again, we have to we have to recheck everything. I mean, that stuff, imagine sending that report into the IRS and it's wrong. You know, it's that's something I'd want have to have someone at least glance over. It's not something as archaic as, hey, help me write this podcast episode or something like that. It's, it's a lot more... Um, in depth so we will see we will see guys thanks for listening this was a great episode take a look at the the uh filmmakers like we had mentioned before uh also read the news with gemini keep an eye on it it's just going to be interesting and i think more layoffs are going to come especially in the customer service realm like what we just saw uh, with klarna so take care i don't know if i'll have an interview on Monday. I actually don't believe I will. So we'll just be episode to episode, but I'm looking to have an interview on the following Monday. So we will get back with you on that. Have a great week, everybody. Have a great weekend and I will catch you on Thursday.